Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. On today's episode, Memes and I are going to be interviewing a dear friend, Mildred Ruttenberg. She is a homemaker, wife, and a mother of a beautiful, playful, energetic, two-and-a-half-year-old girl. Welcome, Mildred, to Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance, and we are so excited to have you on today's program to help give a voice to that stay-at-home mom. Welcome, so that Mildred. Our audience, it, welcome. Hi, Athena. <laughs> Hi, Mimi. So excited to be here with you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. We're excited to have you. And so, Mildred, so that our listeners could get to know you a little bit better, um, what was your life before you became a mom? Well, um, I'm from another country, first of all. I'm from Colombia, and I've been living here uh, in the States like for 13 years. Um, I'm actually a physical therapist, but uh, I never work as a physical therapist in this country. So um, I was, uh, before having my daughter, working in a school as a teacher in a Montessori school. And I was really enjoying my time with children. I, yeah, really love children. And, and just uh, living with my husband, um, it was like a really good life, I have to say. And <laughs> Yeah, going to church, nothing out of special, just, yeah. But I really, really want to have a child. Uh, it was in my plan before uh, we got married. Yeah. Yeah, so you've always, so you've been in education. Montessori approach, like, you have to have a love of children because that whole concept is built on accepting and loving the fact that kids are curious and self-learners and you kind of have to, allow them to do as they please so that their curiosity actually teaches them because Sam um, my second oldest he actually went to a Montessori school and that was like the perfect environment for like a strong-willed child <laughs> so yeah. so yeah you, you have to love children so because you said that motherhood was always in your plans what were what did you envision motherhood to be before actually becoming a mom well, I thought uh, it was it was actually very challenging, more than what I thought it was gonna be. Um, but I, I really loved it. I just thought it was gonna be like easier. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of things that I I didn't expect. Like I was very excited about like cooking meals for my daughter, like spending that special time for her. And it turned out a little more challenging than what I thought, but I still, I still love it. I mean, it's 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 been it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's like it, I remember like preparing the first meals for Sasha. I'm like, oh, you know, a warm meal. He's gonna like it, and then he just doesn't like yeah. anything you put in front of him. And it's a constant, like, push away, push away, push away. But even, like, with an infant, when you become a mom, I don't know for if you had these thoughts, but I thought breastfeeding would be, like, nursing my child would be, like, a natural thing that happens. Yeah. 
but that didn't feel natural at all <laughs> for me. So I don't know. Yeah. So I was actually looking forward to that. <laughs> Unfortunately, like I had like a lot of stress and I only did it like for two months. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't come out no more. I was like, no, I was prepared <laughs> for doing it like for until she was like one year old. Like, mm -hmm. But I guess it wasn't for me, but it's, it's okay. How did you how yeah. did you feel when it went differently than what you expected? Uh, well, um, my mom really pictured it like uh, it's, uh, everything is perfect. Everything is happiness. Everything is like flowing and it's, it's not really that way. <laughs> But, but I still love it. And there was, oh, my God, several things that she never told me. And I think she didn't say anything because she probably would have been afraid that I was like, oh, maybe motherhood is not for me. <laughs> but That's the I conspiracy think... we keep talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yes. I was like, you know, I guess a lot of things that my daughter does, that's how I was. Like when I was mm -hmm. a little girl, it was very challenging for my mom too. She was telling me several stories like about, especially it's about my eating most and everything. <laughs> like I used to like, my mom gave me the food and whatever. And I was like, okay, open your mouth. Let's see if you have some food in there. Okay, you ate it all good. And then, you know, she finished clean up everything. Uh, she went to her room or, or my room, and there was food in back of the <laughs> door. Singly. I was throwing out the food there and coming back like, yeah, look, open my mouth. And it's, it's not, it, it wasn't true. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like, oh, wow. She went through a lot of things with me, but she made it. And I was like, and, and you still wanted to have, because I have a, a younger brother. I, like, I was surprised. All that I did to her, that she still wanted to have exactly. a Exactly, I tell but... everyone that. I'm like, they can't fool but... me. They can't fool me. It's not happening again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they. Yes, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I oh, mean, you, def you, their you love definitely want to have the experience the in your own skin too, right? Like how you feel that like you would never be able to imagine it just because you said, oh, no, it might not be what I thought. Like you can only know what you feel about it by experiencing it for sure. Yes, definitely. And there's yeah. always a part of yeah. us that always thinks, well, I'll be a better mom, so that won't happen to me. And then, <laughs> and then your child comes along and the wor like, worst happens to you. It's like, oh, gosh, not only are they like hiding it behind the door, it's under their bed or under the mattress. Yeah, or they've got banana peels in a backpack in a corner for months. <laughs> yeah, like, they get better at your tricks and your antics. They've taken it up a notch. I find myself asking myself a lot of questions about what I was like very young, like before I can remember seeing my daughter go through those phases I'm like she has to get it from somewhere but I don't think I was like this yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh my god I can't remember exactly. right don't blame me <laughs> oh man so how did yep. you transition once you became a mom Mildred how did you transition being a physical therapist or a Montessori teacher to being a stay-at-home mom like what made you make that decision well, I definitely think the first years uh, of your child are like the most important for them. 
and for you as well like you create that bond it's like so important and necessary and I realized you know there was uh, a lot of children in the school where I used to work they were like so young and they were only like 14 months old or 16 months old and you could see the need of their mom I mean it's like you just have the baby and you just giving it to strangers and it's never gonna be the same and you're gonna miss you know all those time when they start crawling or the first steps so so I always knew that I wanted to stay home mm-hmm. with my baby and also my mom she she stayed with me and my brother until we were like almost five six years old so that was always that it was always in my mind like I am gonna if I ever become a mom I obviously and I definitely want to be with my baby at least for like two three years <laughs> because yeah <laughs> even though it's been more challenging than what I thought but I still I wouldn't change it for anything because those moments I mean you're never gonna take that back if, even if like if, if the person is taking care of your child whether it's your mom or a nanny I mean he can show you you know the videos or the recording or whatever and it's not going to be ever the same I mean you miss that special moment yeah it's so important and you're never going to get it back even if you see it in a video it's yeah and I think it also has to do with culture right like uh, the Colombian culture is that tight-knit family and we do like as Latino women we do value moms and grandmothers mother figure yeah it's a big part of who we are and so how do you balance yeah also my husband yeah go ahead my yeah my husband he also wanted me to stay too he didn't want like somebody to come and unless it was my mother Mm -hmm. but other than that (laughs) he wouldn't want anybody watching my daughter yeah he wanted me to stay well that's good you guys were aligned and you had the support and the means to be able to do that. It's pretty awesome. Because I know when, you know, that for Sasha and Sam, I continued working. And that was like the hardest thing was finding people we trusted to watch our kids and being able to be okay with trading those moments and stuff. So that's that's really a blessing to be on the same page and be able to have that luxury to be um, a stay-at-home mom it is. and have someone else oh. fully take on the financial burden. Yeah, being on the same page because I've actually yeah. come to points where I've offered, I told my partner, I'm like, how about you stay home? And I go to work. <laughs> I'm like, just one of us. It could just be either <laughs> one of us, just one of us. But he definitely wasn't on board for that. I'm just like, really? He's like, uh, no. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so being a homemaker and your work like you don't you can't clock in and clock out Mildred so how do you balance self-care and giving yourself a space to be Mildred versus mom wife and constantly in the midst of your you know I put air quotes job because you live where you work (laughs) so how do you how do you balance that well, I, I also, I actually try to have like a, like a schedule, like do something every day. So I don't feel like, like really stuck. I'm stuck at home just watching my baby and taking care of the house because I would go crazy. 
So like uh, like uh, on Mondays, I go to like uh, a ladies' coffee meeting. It's with other moms, so we all don't get crazy. <laughs> we have yeah, like little uh, kids, and we just talk about different things, and we also um, read the Bible, do like Bible studies, and more than like a relaxed time for us. And we can, and the good thing is like our our kids are in the same room. It's like a big room, and we can kind of watch them while they're playing with the other children, and we have a good time talking and yeah, spending time. And on Wednesdays we have something called like a, a morning's mother out. That's when I leave my daughter. It's like a kind of like a school for her for my daughter, so I drop her off in there and then I just can go out and you know spend time for me but I just <laughs> just come back home and clean <laughs> <Not necessarily. laughs> because you know it's hard you hardly ever have time for yeah yeah the uninterrupted you know? tasks <laughs> it's like I'm gonna get this done <laughs> yeah but something something yeah something that I really consider like time for myself is I like to work out at night, I work out at night. I try to go uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, even though I'm like really tired. And I go like late, like from 10 to midnight. <laughs> like, but that's like, oh my God, like I really need, even if I'm like really tired, like uh, because I, I lay down with my daughter in bed so she can go to sleep and I don't want to get up. I'm like, oh my I know. God, I don't want to go to work. Yeah, but once I'm there and I'm like, you know, listening to different music and I'm all by myself because that's the other thing. My husband works from home, so it's like I have two kids. Wow. So it's really challenging, believe me. So that's like definitely my time for myself where I forget about everything. And, oh, that's interesting yeah, you, that so. you changed, you put a spin on the whole dynamic <laughs> that he's home too. Yeah. I'm looking forward actually to like my daughter grows up a little more because my husband says that she's too young that she needs me. I I would like to like join the worship mm-hmm. team in my church. That will be something that I really will consider time for. Well, more for the Lord and for myself as well. Something that I really would love to do and I plan to do. God willing. Yeah, so. as, long, as Emma grows and matures, and so I was wondering, Mildred, because you talked about how your mom didn't tell you all the details of motherhood, oh um, and the whole basis of this podcast that BA Memes like have created is to help shed light on those uh, conspiracy theories <laughs> and give light to those that are thinking about motherhood so that they fully understand what they're signing up for because it's a contract that you sign and there is no end date on it. Um, So what are some words of wisdom you would share with your younger self now looking back that you wished another mother or woman would have shared with you about motherhood? Um, More about patience. And really knowing that this is going to pass. It's just mm-hmm. like a season. And don't really uh, think that in that moment, like, it's just going to be, like, forever. Because this is how it feels sometimes. <laughs> like, when this is going to end? <laughs> but, you know, it's just a season. And 
I hear a lot of people telling me, well, you're going to miss it. You now probably saying this, this and that. But when you look back, you're really going to miss those days. And, and it's probably true. So I just will really tell them to embrace the time. And it's all worth it. They're like the joy that they bring into your life is, is just amazing because it helps you to balance, especially when you're going through rough times, not necessarily because you're raising them, but, you know, different things that can come up in mm -hmm. life. Just looking at their faces is just joy to you. Their love, the pure love they gave you is amazing mm -hmm. and it just continues giving you like hope <laughs> to keep going in life. So what yeah. was our what I was gonna ask, what was your favorite thing? I just recently had a conversation with someone who said, I don't know if it's strange, but I used to love my son's hands and feet. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm on that team. I used to take pictures of just her hands or her feet at different stages. I wondered like what was your favorite thing over these last two and a half years that was maybe like your own private little joy. Uh, every morning when she wake up with a smile, <laughs> that smile, I was like, how can you wake up so happy? <laughs> wow, amazing. Like, always a smile there. It's like, I could just stare at her face the whole day. I mean, that morning. In that morning. It's so beautiful and, and, and genuine and, and honest, you know? It's like, Starting a day with a smile, that's how we all should <laughs> would, start our day. to be able to every the... day, definitely. Yeah, so that's, yeah, her oh, smile. It's great. Definitely. Yeah. I love to kiss your feet too, though. <laughs> yeah, my husband keeps looking at me like, what are you doing, like? They're so yep. cute and small, you know. Once they grow <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a limited time <laughs> offer, right? Because they, they will get big and smelly at some point. Exactly. Right. That's what I say. They're small. Take advantage now. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So, Mildred, this week or in the past weeks, what's been mending you, helping you um, get through these torn moments of motherhood? Um, well, besides the gym, <laughs> I last week it was like a, the last few weeks, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because of the seasons, you know, we're like Christmas time is coming so soon and. The holidays is always like crazy, but um, at our church, we have like a monthly prayer meeting. So I went to that one last week and it was pretty good. And I have some uh, Bible scriptures and they definitely help me out because sometimes I get so frustrated and I have to say angry too, I have to admit it. <laughs> When she doesn't want to eat. Yeah, because I cook like three, four different meals and she still <laughs> don't want it. So definitely going there and, you know, knowing the Lord is our strength and he's always there no matter what. It's kind of what really helped me. And, yeah, just having that time 
he definitely oh, helped me. That's awesome, guys. That's very similar to my mend. I was actually listening to this song called Everything, and I'm just going to read the snippet of the song that, like, really helped me get through the week, and it helped give a perspective of motherhood and 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 the singers like talking to god and saying when i can't see you lead me when i can't hear you show me when i can't stand you carry me when i'm lost you will find me when i'm weak you are mighty you are everything i need and at the same time that i was listening to the song throughout the week um I felt the Holy Spirit telling me, but you also get to see this from the other perspective, because as a mother, you sometimes play these parts for your children. When they can't see, you help lead them. And when they can't hear something, you show them. And when they can't stand on their own, you carry them. And when they're lost, you try to help them find themselves and find their way. And when they're weak, you try to be mighty for them. And sometimes... That's what leads us to feel torn is trying to be that everything for our children. But it's such a bittersweet thing to experience because we get a glimpse of how much our God loves us, that he does that for us on a daily basis. And now we can understand and relate and say, man, how do you not quit? (laughs) Because there's days where I'm like, I'm going to be everything to you, child. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, I, I want to clock out. I want to clock out. You know, so along the same lines, just being encouraged that I have someone that I can lean on like that too. And my children can have like that to lean on. And it's not just me. You're meant yes. for the week. So I constantly mention how I really don't like event planning, but I, I don't know how good I am at turning it down. <laughs> um. So we had uh, my partner's 40th birthday is today that we're recording, but um, our oldest was leaving town. So we did it a little earlier in the week and it took, it was definitely help from his family and a plan of like, let's surprise him with dinner. And I, I stayed really calm and I didn't let myself get frazzled at like, are we all going to arrive on time? And is it really going to be a surprise? And is he going to enjoy it? Because he's also someone that doesn't like a lot of attention. So you do all of this and then you get there and it's like, oh, you shouldn't have. But we did. So look excited. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get there and his family surprised because he knew the four of us were going, but he didn't know the rest of his family was going to be there. And it was a great surprise. And he wow. really did enjoy it. And he just kept saying mm-hmm. how much he liked it and appreciated it. Um, and so I'm sure he won't appreciate me shouting out that it was his 40th birthday. But yeah, we're in, we're in the same 40s crew now. And um, but it was a really nice evening. So that definitely made all the, the little things you have to do to make those events work and special and go off without a hitch. It was all worth it. That's awesome. Yeah, because sometimes mm-hmm. you could get great. really stressed out. And I don't know, those things like surprise events, event planning can cause like super stress and anxiety. So I'm mm-hmm. happy that he enjoyed it and it all came together. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I'm glad everything went well. <laughs> well, Mildred, thanks so much for joining us and for giving us a glimpse into the life of a stay-at-home mom and giving us hope that there is balance and 
really helping us all see that the struggle is real and it's the same whether you're a career <laughs> woman or staying at home mom. Um, no, for sure. I think it was really telling that in our last interview, the same kind of point of our children kind of giving us that pure love came up there. And so I think that resonates where they kind of give us whatever the work is that we're doing uh, with them, with our families, for ourselves, um, that kind of gives us our, it energizes us and gives us that drive. Tell the folks how they can stay connected. So please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Torn MLB. Send us a message, Torn Tribe. We'd love to hear from you. TornMLB at gmail.com. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.